Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. How's it going, my ethos? And welcome to another edition of DFS Today. I am your host, Santino Cacone. This is your Saturday, December 4th edition. We have a nice six-game main slate for you that starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have a showdown slate that's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Pretty nice. Not too bad today on on this Saturday. I'll be running this one alone. And you know what? We can just get right into the nitty-gritty right here. Let's jump into that first game of the day. It starts at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Denver Nuggets traveling all the way across country to take on the New York Knicks. Uh, we have a two ten and a half game total, and the Knicks are one and a half point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Bull Bull, PJ Dozier, Bones Highland, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Austin Rivers, all out for the Nuggets. On the Knicks side, we have um, Nerlens Noel, Jericho Sims, questionable, and RJ Barrett as probable. We'll start with the Nuggets side of the ball. Uh, everybody is out. A lot. Of, I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people are out on this side of the ball. Uh, we know we can go right to Jokic no matter what. Uh, he's going to <clears throat> eat, especially in this matchup. Uh, Aaron Gordon has been playing really well lately. Uh, I like him. Three straight games of over 31 fantasy points and four of the last five in the 30s. He's looking really nice here. Um, Monte Morris at 6'6". He's looking really solid here. He's been playing great. Um, four straight games over 20 fantasy points and counting. Looking really nice. Compazzo going to have to get a ton of run. The entire backcourt is out. Monte Morris and, and Compazzo are going to play a lot of minutes. Um, has a very cheap price tag at 4-2. Four, four uh, you can definitely get him in there. Marcus Howard might get some run here. Uh, with all the injuries, he played 14 minutes a couple days ago. Um, if you need to throw somebody in there with 1K, that makes sense. There's just so many injuries on this Nugget team, especially in that backcourt. Uh, we know Jeff Green is starting. Not when, I don't really like him as much. I'd rather I just rather go to Composo right there. Um, Davon Reed just got called up. Might get some minutes. We don't know, but I think we, we're safe with Jokic. Um, Gordon looks good. Morris, Composo, those are the guys that'll be. Run, um, throwing in my lineup here, Marcus Howard. If you really need the a bargain bin 1K guy to, to fill out your lineup, he might get 15, 20 minutes again. On the other side of the ball, we would love to get Randall. might be hard to get Randall and Jokic um, in here, but there are some cheap options. <clears throat> we know RJ Barrett is probable, so that's going to change up what we've been seeing a little bit in the backcourt um, with Quickly and Getting a ton of minutes, uh, he might lose some here to Barrett, but him, Barrett, Fournier, probably going to split a lot. Rose as well in, in multiple guard lineups. Um, Alec Burks has been playing really well. We can look at him, depending on the money. And the center position. If Nerlens Noel misses, that means more time for Mitch Robinson. That means more time for um, our everybody's favorite, Taj Gibson, who is only 1K, the bargain minimum, well, Bargain minimum 1K. Uh, if there's no Nerlens Noel again, he's another guy that you can throw in to fill out lineups there. Uh, and 
likely get yourself Randall and and Jokic in the same lineup there <clears throat> and not to feel too too bad about it. Uh, Obi Toppin, we can look at him. He's been playing pretty solid lately. Gets minutes in the teens, most likely, uh, but he's been bringing back very solid point-per-minute production here. And at only 2-4 in a showdown, I think we could fit him in here to get uh, both Randall and Jokic in lineups and not really have to uh, sweat down there as well. Uh, so I like that. I'm going to leave Kemba alone. Um, Derek Rose I'd prefer over quickly. I'll leave quickly alone with R.J. Barrett coming back. I think Derek Rose is going to play regardless. Um, don't mind taking Derek Rose over Alec Burks. Alec Burks has been playing really great, but it's going to be tough to get all of them in there. If I can get Burks in there in that in that lineup, and I'm going with a couple super cheap guys, uh, makes a ton of sense there. But um, Mitch Robb is only an option for me if Noel is out. If he's in, probably going to split more minutes, and Mitch Robb hasn't been the greatest point-per-minute fantasy asset this year, so uh, that's where I stand over there. And let's jump on over to the main slate, what we're all here for. Uh, we have the first game of the night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Chicago Bulls taking on the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. Uh, we have a 219 game total, and the Nets are three-point home favorites. We don't have an injury report for the Nets. They are on the back end of a back-to-back as of right now. But we know Kyrie Irving is out. Uh, we can definitely say that. Joe Harris is definitely out. Uh, Cam Thomas got hurt on Friday, so he is, we'll put, questionable for now. On the Bulls' side of the ball, we have Alex Caruso as questionable. Javante Green, Kobe White, and Pat Williams all out. We'll start with the Bulls. They are the away team. Uh, Vooch turning it on. 9-4. Not super expensive. Wish he was slightly under. A, a little slightly less priced up here. Uh, back in the mid-8s where he, where he was a couple games ago. Uh, would have been perfect. But he has been really solid. Uh, he didn't have a double-double in the last one. But he still scored 27 actual points. 30 and 14 before that. Uh, so he's looking really good. This is a nice matchup for him as well. Um, the last time he played Brooklyn, he only shot five of fourteen from the field, but still put up forty-four fantasy points with eleven and thirteen and five. Uh, I think upside is even higher for that. And I don't think he's going to shoot five of fourteen from the field again against them. He's been on fire, especially the last two games. Uh, Twenty-two of thirty-seven from the field. So if he even if he hits about forty-five, fifty percent of his shots. Uh, 50 points well within reach here, like Vooch. Zach Levine hasn't been playing great lately, but he has three games over 40 points in the last uh, five games, so uh, there is some upside there. Again, I just prefer Vooch for 500 more. Uh, all these guys are pretty close, him, DeRozan, Levine. Uh, Vooch would be my my call there if, uh, if I had to pick one of the three. Alex Crusoe is questionable. Uh, that is something to keep an eye on, obviously, the guy has been awesome. <clears throat> awesome. If he is playing, 5-1 is just simply too cheap for him. Uh, five straight games, he's beaten that price tag. Um, so simply too cheap if he's playing. If he's not, that does open up things. Uh, Lonzo Ball is gonna, and uh, Zach Levine are going to have more playmaking responsibility. I think that would work well for both of them. Uh, there will be more minutes. Kobe White's not playing, so there will or Javante Green. Uh, there will be more minutes for, like, say, a Derek Jones Jr. or a Troy Brown Jr. Uh, somebody off that bench, Ao Dasanmi. Um, somebody off that bench to get extra minutes, get extra run, uh, feed into that that uh, starting lineup there. 
So definitely something to keep an eye on. Someone else will start um, or get extended minutes off the bench or split up between the three of them, and they all make sense there uh, at 3-1 and 3-K and 3-K respectively. So uh, if there is no Alex Caruso, definitely changes things for the value here and helps out Lonzo Ball and the other guys a little bit here. If there is Alex Caruso and he's ready to go, I really like him in this one. All right, jumping on over to the other side of the ball with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Harden, KD, we know the deal with those two guys. They are studs. Um, Harden's been putting up like a near triple-double all, all, all season. He's averaging 21, 8, and 9 right now uh, for almost 50 fantasy points. His price tag is pretty high. This is going to be a very good game, though. I think they're, it's going to be very high scoring. It is the second highest game total of the night by a half a point. We'll get to the highest one later on. Him and Durant are both playing really well. Uh, the price tag, you need like 60 points just to be a nice night for them. It's kind of, it, it is tough. Uh, I do think we have other options here where we don't have to throw in either of them. So I'm probably not going to have a ton of exposure to either. But can't fault you for, for taking them, especially in cash games. You know they're super safe. The floor is uh, very safe with them. The upside, maybe not 65, 70, but the floor is definitely um, a rock solid concrete floor there. Outside of those two, um, DeAndre Bembry, <clears throat> 4,500. He does make some sense here. Uh, he's been really solid. He's still played 27 minutes in the last one. He only had 12 points, but uh, he's getting a lot of a run here, and that is something that we can hang our hat on, uh, something that we like for very cheap value over there. I'm interested to see uh, Nick Claxton again. He only played three minutes in the last one. But now this will be a second game. This will be back-to-back. Interested to see <clears throat> if he can can take some uh, some minutes from Marcus Aldridge as the as he gets his legs under him. Aldridge played 34 minutes in the last night. Um, and I'm interested to see if Aldridge is going to play in this back-to-back. He has pretty much all year. He only missed that first one. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Don't really want to go to him at that price tag. But um, I'm just interested to see what happens as we inch closer to the game and, and see if people change. If, if nothing changes, if, if the injury report stays as we kind of see here, since they don't have an official injury report, we just guess who was out last night. Um, and if everybody from last night plays, pretty much you know, I'll look at Bembry and not really touch too much else. But um, again, we don't have that injury report yet. That's going to change. All right, jumping on over to the next game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have... The Miami Heat taking on the Milwaukee Bucks um, in what is sure to be not what we expect in the playoffs. Uh, we have a 215 game total, and the Bucks are five and a half point home favorites. The Heat also played last night, so we don't have an official injury report for them. Uh, but Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Victor Oladipo, uh, Markeith Morris—they didn't play. They should be out again for this one. Uh, on the Bucks side of the ball, we have Giannis as doubtful, uh, might miss his second game in a row. Divincenzo. Brooke Lopez, semi Ojalei, all out. Uh, we have George Hill as probable, DeMarcus Cousins as probable. So we might not have the big guns on both sides of the ball. We'll have to make do with that. Uh, Kyle Lowry at 7-8. We'll start with the, the Heat. They are the away team. Had himself a big game last night, 26-9, and uh, and dropped a bunch in the first half, bunch in the first quarter. He was playing really well. Um, Tyler Hero, he scored 10 in the first quarter. And then didn't score too much after that. Our score, uh, uh, he only finished with 18. I expect a bounce-back performance from him. 
uh, especially in this matchup. If there's especially with no Giannis and no no Butler and no Bam, uh, they're gonna those two guys are gonna be carrying this this Heat squad here. Um, we saw Vincent, Struss, Martin, Tucker all get extra usage, all get extra playing time here. Um, <clears throat> Struss didn't really have a great game. Martin had a solid solid performance. Uh, Vincent had a solid performance with 12 and 4, 28 minutes. Deadman, he just uh, he had 20 fantasy points. He only played 23 minutes at 7 and 6, but before that he had a double-double. Uh, it makes a lot of sense at 3,700. You know he's going to start. You know he's going to get a bunch of minutes here, uh, a, or a good chunk of minutes, I should say, uh, with no BAM. And if there's no Giannis, it only helps him stay out of foul trouble here. Um, so Dwayne Dedman makes a lot of sense. I mentioned Gabe Vincent makes sense. Uh, all those, there's a lot of value to be had here without Butler and, and Bam in the lineup here. Um, PJ Tucker had himself a really good game going against his former team that he won a championship with last year uh, when he came over in a trade halfway through the season. So at 3,500, there's just a lot of value to be to be taking stabs at here. Um, and and the bigger guys, Lowry and, and Hero, are going to get a ton of usage. So I do like this Heat squad um, going in multiple directions. We'll see what happens on the injury report <clears throat> if it changes. Um, since they did play last night. But right now, I think you have a good amount of options there uh, with Vincent, Martin, Tucker, Strauss, if you want to take a shot at them. Um, probably in that order. Deadman, 3700 cheaper there too. Um, and Hero and Lowry to hang your hats on. All right, on the other side of the ball, we might not have Giannis. Uh, that's, a, that's a big, big miss here. If Giannis does play, even at 11-8, and he's ready to go, 35-plus minutes, Really like him in this matchup. There's not going to be Bam. There's not going to be uh, Butler. A uh, lot of people on that other team, the the best defenders against him, not going to be here. Um, Giannis could go for 70 if he plays for 35, uh, 35 minutes if he's ready to go. But he is doubtful with that calf injury, so um, can't trust it. Don't think he's going to play. Uh, and that goes right to Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis are going to absorb a lot of usage. We saw uh, Drew Holiday put up 26-8-6 in that previous game without Giannis. Um, Chris Middleton put up 22-8-2 with that in that previous game without Giannis. And they only scored 93 points as a team. So a lot of the, the points were there. Uh, Bobby Portis even put up 33 fantasy points with 15-11. and 11. Um, I would stick with mostly... Middleton Holiday, I think they have the two best matchups. Uh, Holiday, the most. I like Holiday's seven-seven price tag. Portis does get that bump though, without with just uh, PJ Tucker and Dwayne Dedman down there. But I like Holiday to continue doing that uh, flirt with the triple-double type thing. If there is no Giannis, and we saw Pat Connaughton draw the start. He played over thirty minutes, and he didn't do much with it. Um, don't really want to attack anybody else, to be honest in this matchup. Um, and I'm going to leave most of it alone. I don't mind a Grayson Allen sometimes uh, because Giannis will open up shots for him, but uh, I'm just sticking to Drew Holiday if there's no Giannis and going to Giannis if Giannis is good and ready to go here. All right, the next game starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Dallas Mavericks. We have a 217 game total and the Mavs are five point home favorites on the injury report the Mavs played last night so we don't have an injury report on them but we can say Chris Sops, Porzingis and Willie Cauley-Stein did miss that game um, so they're definitely going to come into today as questionable at this moment 
Um, on the Grizzly side of the ball, Kyle Anderson, John Morant, Sam Merrill, all out. Brandon Clark, questionable. Zaire Williams, doubtful. Uh, we'll start with the Grizzlies because they are the away team. And uh, Kyle Anderson out, Jaws out. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been awesome lately. Um, he's only played, he played 20 minutes in the last 70 something point, uh, that 73 point throbbing, throbbing of the, uh, the, the thunder. And he put up 42 fantasy points against Toronto. He played 34 and he put up 45, um, without jaw. He has stepped up big time. He has 52 actual points in the last two games, uh, hitting at an elite clip from the field. Um, and he's doing his normal. He has seven blocks and two steals in those two games. Uh, so he's doing his normal stocks, hitting triples, uh, playing really great. Seven six. This is a very solid price tag. What I don't care if Porzingis is in or out. This is a really solid price tag to attack Jared Jackson Jr. As when he's playing like this, uh, we we like we like Jared Jackson Jr. Desmond Bain six five. Going to be more minutes for him. Him Brooks Melton. And I'll get to them in a moment. Uh, Going to be more minutes. No Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson's playing everywhere. Power forward, small forward. Uh, he has been really good <clears throat> playing a lot this year. And they really like him as that coming off the bench. But um, with no Kyle Anderson, possibly no Zaire Williams. We'll see more John Kankar at 3,300. You could look his way. Um, but a lot of Brooks, Bain, Melton are all going to get extra minutes here. Bain, Melton do make some sense. Uh, Melton shot eight of ten from the last from the field in the last one. Only had twenty two minutes, but he had nineteen points, six boards, five assists, thirty five fantasy points. Uh, we know this guy's upside if he can get the minutes. He is a tournament play. He is not safe in cash, but he um, does make sense in this matchup without with Kyle Anderson missing. Uh, so does Tyus Jones. He's been playing really solid. Uh, he <clears throat> only had twenty one minutes in the last one, but he almost had a double double ten and nine. We know he's starting at point guard. We, he's going to see a lot of um, the ball handling responsibilities. We know he can rack up the assists, some steals, low end points at 5,400. He makes sense. Um, and I mentioned John Kankar at 3,300. A lot of it was more so garbage time, but he did play 26 minutes. He had seven of eight from the field, uh, 17, four and four strictly a tournament play because, um, he is not to be trusted too much, but just another option who can take some some of Kyle Anderson's minutes there, especially since Jenkins doesn't always want to give Melton the minutes, even though he's a point-per-minute stud. All right, we're going to jump on over to the Dallas side of the ball. Uh, Luca, I would prefer Luca over the guys in the Nets in this one. Um, not so much Giannis if Giannis plays, but uh, over the guys in the Nets. We don't know if Porzingis is going to play here. Uh, he missed last night. Maybe it was just missed the first one, played the second one. We'll see. Uh, but if he misses, we know his upside. Even if he plays, we know his upside. Uh, so I do like Luca here at 11-5. Uh, Maxi Kleba, with or without Porzingis, at 4,100. He barely moved. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Without Porzingis, he played 30, 31 minutes in the last one, 13 points, 9 rebounds, uh, put up nearly 29 fantasy points. He's going to play, and the... Um, the Grizzlies like to play Jaron Jackson Jr. at the five now, but I mentioned Kyle Anderson question or out, Brandon Clark questionable. That might change things for who plays the four with them. Uh, but either way, Maxi Kleba might be playing five, might be playing four. Could see thirty minutes in this one. Forty one hundred, very very solid price tag. Um, 
Jalen Brunson, <clears throat> if there is no Porzingis, don't mind him here. Uh, we know he should play 30-something minutes in this. If there's no Porzingis and at under 5K, that's a solid price tag. Uh, if there is Porzingis, I'm not going to play him there. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I like Kleba, Luka, um, and we'll see what happens with Porzingis to, to change some things up here. All right, jumping on over to the next game of the night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Warriors are on the back end of a back-to-back, so we don't have an official injury report for them. But we can say that Clay Thompson, James Wiseman are out. Iguodala has missed a few games. He's likely out uh, for this one as well. On the Spurs side of the ball, we have Kidda Bates-Diop as doubtful. Uh, Zach Collins out. Devin Vassell doubtful. And on the... Game spread, we have a 219.5 game total, which is the largest of the night by a half a point, and the Warriors are 11.5 point home favorites. On the Spurs side of the ball, we can look at Murray. Uh, Murray's been on fire. He's, his lowest point total in the last uh, five games has been 47.5, which is just under value. <clears throat> Uh, he's He should be good in this matchup. This is a tough matchup, so uh, the price tag is slightly above where I'd like it. Uh, but Murray makes a lot of sense here. And if you don't get to him, Jakob Pertl, Derek White also makes sense. There's not going to be a vassal or, well, he's doubtful for this one. So that helps out uh, Derek White's floor here. That helps him stay on the court more because Vassal has been, had been chipping into his minutes a little bit when they both been playing and when White was struggling with the shot. <clears throat> Pirtle, um, the Warriors don't play a traditional center a lot. Uh, there's not really a traditional center outside of Kevon Looney right now. When he comes off the floor, there's a lot of Bielitsa, there's a lot of Draymond Green, um, but Pirtle can still handle himself very well here. Uh, <clears throat> two games in a row, 36-plus fantasy points. Uh, he's gonna He could hit value. Even in a small ball lineup, I think Pirtle, uh, his defensive prowess and the way he can switch should help him in this matchup. So I, I think uh, 6-2 is a very solid price tag for him. Uh, Doug McNermott likely to start here um, without Vassal. All right, I'm, I'm counting him out. Uh, he should be playing a near 30 minutes here, 25-plus uh, minutes here. Uh so at 4-1, makes some sense if you want to just take a chance on some guy who's going to get minutes. And that also does help out Lonnie Walker get more minutes here. Don't love him, but he's mid-3K. And that is something we would want is, is extra minutes here in that matchup. Um, and they might go smaller. So <clears throat> we could see lineups that match the Warrior small ball team. <clears throat> All right, we're going to jump on over to the Warrior side of the ball this time. Uh Steph Curry at 11-4. This is a fantastic matchup for him. Uh, coming off of back-to-back subpar games against the Phoenix Suns, uh, where he didn't top 40 fantasy points each, he could be due for a uh, turnaround game, a, a bounce-back blow-up game in this one. Uh, though it's the back end of a back-to-back, if they start going up ahead, I don't think they have to rush Curry into it. I think they gave extended a lot of energy in those last two games against the Suns. So um, I'm not going to have as a, much exposure to Curry as the other guys I mentioned, uh, like a possible Giannis if he plays or uh, Luka. Um, 
Oof, tickle. Um, but I I do expect to bounce back, obviously. I don't think he's going to do under 40 again. Um, with that said, Jordan Poole makes a lot of sense. I think he's going to get run regardless. 30 minutes should be the uh, minimum. <clears throat> and we know that he is ready to take on the mantle here. This is a fantastic matchup for him. Uh, and at 6,400, I think he's going he's gonna to pay off. Um, we'll see who's in and out of the injury report. I mean, Otto Porter Jr. at 4,700, decent. But he played uh, 24 minutes last night. I honestly don't know if he's going to even play in this one. So the Warriors have a lot to think about in this this game, coming off of a big Phoenix Suns a victory over the Suns, stopping that monumental win streak. Um, so I need to see the injury report first before uh, I know where to go here. I think Poole is good to go. Uh, Porter Jr., I don't know if he even plays. That would open up things for like, Gary Payton to po- possibly see more minutes. Um, Damian Lee to see more minutes. We'll we'll have to see there. But I don't expect him to to play here. Uh, and speaking of Gary Payton the second, uh, I like him at 3,100. Uh, we might see less of Curry because it's on the second end of a back-to-back and they're double-digit home point, point favorites at home. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that, but I think Poole is the one guy that I can hang my hat on here for now, and then we'll see what happens as we inch closer to the game time and, and injury reports and uh, news breaks out for this team. All right, jumping on over to the next game of the night. We have two left. We have the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Sacramento Kings in Sacramento. We have a 216.5 game total. The Kings are, and the Clippers are two-point road favorites. On the injury report, we don't know for the Clippers yet. They didn't play, or they played last night. Um, so we will see. But Paul George left Friday. Uh, he tweaked his game, or he tweaked his ankle in Friday. Uh, played through it, but he is, I would assume, questionable for this one. We're not sure if he's going to play. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, Nick Batum are both have both been out. Jason Preston also. Uh, on the Kings side of the ball, we have Harrison Barnes as doubtful, Mo Harkless as questionable, Robert Woodyard, Woodard as out. Uh, we'll start with the Clippers, and obviously a lot of this hinges on Paul George's availability. At 10-2 in this matchup, he makes sense, even though he hasn't done much lately. Um, if I don't have news on him before 7:38, I'm not playing him. I I mentioned he hasn't he hasn't hit 50 points in quite some time yet. Uh, and that's what you have need for value. He hasn't hit 50 since the 16th of November. Uh, so while this team has been playing good, he has been not stuffing the stat sheet, but doing more so off the stat sheet. Um, he is in a good matchup here, so you can take a chance, but that would strictly be GPP if you have enough cojones to do that with uh, him possibly not even playing in this one. Reggie Jackson, nice pivot there, uh, 6,600. <clears throat> possibly no Paul George is going to be the alpha on this team. Uh, I, I think that's a good price tag. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr., not sure if he even plays uh, back-to-back. He missed a lot of time. We'll see exactly what happens there. Uh, Terrence Mann, I do like at 4,800. Uh, he's going to step up, especially if there's no Paul George. Going to get a lot more minutes. Um, I think Jackson, Mann are safe. Uh, Luke Kennard, Possible shot there at 4,400 if Paul George misses. Uh, we already have no Batum, so there's already 
possible minutes to go around and we might not have Marcus Morris senior because it's the back end of a back-to-back. So a lot of things to play out there. I think those three would be um, pretty solid options with Jackson and Mann leading the way as very safe and Luke Kennard um, a possibility if things start opening up uh, as the day goes on. Jumping on over to the Kings side of the ball. Uh, we still have likely no Barnes. He's doubtful for this one. Mo Harkless, even if he plays, is not going to do much. Uh, so that means that we have a likely Terrence Davis start again. Uh, we do have Bagley back for this one, but I think Medu is going to start again. Uh, Rashawn Holmes at 6K makes – he's just a good player, and uh, he he's beaten this price tag three of the last four games, and the one he didn't, he had 29 fantasy points. Uh, he played two games in a row, a back-to-back when he missed after he missed a week. So he's ready to go. There's no limitations on him. Uh, and he had nearly 86 fantasy points in those two games combined. So, um, or 70. Oh, I am sorry. I count wrong. Uh, he had nearly 78 fantasy points. Sorry for that. Uh, but Rashawn Holmes makes a lot of sense in this matchup. Tyrese Halliburton at six, three, also makes a lot of sense in this matchup. Won't go too much Fox. Um, Clippers are a fantastic defensive team, and I, I like taking the, uh, the the value here with or the, the cheaper value here with Halliburton Holmes. Um, Medu makes sense if he's going to start. Terrence Davis likely draws a start again at 3,500. I think those that's where I'll hang my hat on uh, for these guys. Holmes specifically, uh, Terrence Davis if, again if he draws the start, I I really like. <clears throat> And let's jump on over to the last game of the night. We have the Boston Celtics traveling across country to take on the Portland Trailblazers. Um, on the injury report for the Celtics, we have nobody. They played last night again, um, but we know Jalen Brown missed it, and Romeo Langford um, could be out for this one as well. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Again, another team that's playing on the back end of a back-to-back, so we don't have a full injury report for them yet. Um so we don't know exactly what is going on there. But on the other side of the ball, we have Damian Lilliard as one of those, uh, the Greek reporter said. Uh, Damian Lillard is out. Nasir Little, Anthony Simons, all out as well. Um, I The spread is 217.5, or the game total is 217. Um, and the Celtics are half point home, one and a half point home favorites. All right. Uh, we'll start with the Celtics. If Brown's not there, Tatum, Schroeder, Rob Williams, uh, I like all. I think they're all in solid matchups. Marcus Smart. I mean, Lillard's not there. Uh, there there's going to be they could run away with this, but I don't think they will because they're traveling. Uh, they're playing across country. They're on their road trip right now. Back back end of a back to back. But if Jalen Brown is not going to be in here for this one. Uh, and he just missed it. They said he was out for hamstring injury management. So I would expect him to play, but they might win this one without him with the Blazers missing uh, Lillard and a couple solid rotation pieces outside of him. Uh, so they might win without him, but we'll see exactly if he plays or not. If he doesn't, Jason Tatum at under 10K. Yeah, I'll be looking at you. I'll be looking at you, Dennis Schroeder. Um Going to draw the start, likely. Going to get a lot of extra minutes and a lot of extra production, as he's been doing. He had 35 points in the last game uh, against Utah. So those two specifically, I'll be taking a very long look at. If Jalen Brown plays, 
it bumps both of them down a little bit. I'll still have some interest in Tatum, not as much, uh, but I won't have as much interest in Schroeder. He won't be starting. He won't be playing a near 40 minutes. He'll probably be playing 29 to 32. And um, don't want to look at him too much in this one. But Rob Williams, again, back end of a back-to-back. I don't know if you are playing um, because we know all the injuries and uh, maintenance that he's been going through. So if he does play and he's ready to go, I think this is a very solid matchup for him. If he doesn't, Grant Williams could draw the start. Al Horford might start at center. Uh, things will change. Al Horford jump finds himself in a solid matchup. Grant Williams finds himself as a very solid um, play for value at under 4K. So a lot of things to keep an eye on here, um, I think. But we'll need to see what happens there. I do like Rob Williams if he's ready to go. His usual 25 to 32 minutes. Um, if not, Grant Williams, you come and play. Al Horford, you get a bump there. Uh, don't need to certainly go to Al Horford. I, I think uh, Rashawn Holmes for $800 cheaper in the in the last game. I still do prefer, but uh, he would make for some sense for a uh, pivot play for people. On the other side of the ball, we don't have Lillard. We don't have his backup in Simons. We don't have Nasir Little. Um, who do we have? Dennis Smith Jr. might draw the start. We'll start with him at the point guard position. I uh, played 19 and 17 in the last two games he's played. Brought back over 20 fantasy points. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to play here. Uh, I don't know how much. They can still run McCollum at the point guard position a lot. Powell can play some point. Uh, <clears throat> They can play Covington at the three, Lance or Nance at the four if they want to. They have some options here. Ben McLemore will get some minutes. Tony Snell always finds himself in lineups <laughs> wherever he goes. Um, but Dennis Smith Jr. at 3,400 makes for sen- a lot of sense as a uh, play here, no matter what you're looking at. <clears throat> he might see 25 minutes, and we know he, uh, especially without Lillard there, we know this guy can fill up the stat sheet when he wants to, and he's going to be outgunning. Ah, so I like him here. McCollum at 9K. Don't love him. He's probably going to see a lot of Marcus Smart, and rightfully so. Uh, Even in the last game without Lillard, they did get blown out, but uh, he didn't do great. He he did take 18 shots, only hit seven of them, though. Um, I I don't, the 9K price tag, like the Lillard not playing is already baked into that. Um, So I don't, I don't love that there. If he was back to his seven sevens or so, I would really like it, but 9K, uh, even without Lillard, don't really like it there. Uh, Narkic got a bump, too. He's now 7-3. <clears throat> he was 6-4 before the Spurs game in their last game. Um, now he's up to 7-3. I think a lot of these guys did get their prices baked into it, um, especially those two guy like. Norman Powell did not, and there's no Nasir Little. I expect him to play 30-plus, 30 35 minutes here. Uh, I do think that's a solid price tag for him without Lillard or Little in here. Um, so those, while McCollum and Nurkic got their price tags bumped up a lot, um, Powell did not. So I like that there. And Robert Covington actually is losing. Uh, he's dropping a little bit from the last game as well. Don't mind going him there, but I don't think you have to. Uh, I would stick more to Powell. I would stick more to Dennis Smith Jr. Um, if you wanted to get uh, ballsy, you can take a shot at Ben McLemore if you'd really like, uh, or even Tony Snell. They're going to be playing, so that. But I think Powell and Dennis Smith Jr. are the two guys that I, I like, and they're both rock-solid price tags. One's on a 3.4, and one's 5.2. So uh, those are the two guys that I'll be looking at. 
the most here. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, I, can, I can throw player tiers out here really quick. Uh, for the expensive play, um, I was staying at the, I was staying some people at the top. Uh, those are the two that I would play the most, depending on if Giannis does play or not. But instead of going super, super top, I'll go more um, low-end high price. So we don't have to, you, you can figure it out there. I like uh, Vucevic at 9-4 if I'm not spending up for the two top guys. Um, very solid matchup. Starting to hit his shots. Starting to come around. Uh, missed some time there. <clears throat> but he's getting the groove back. He's finding out where he fits in this stacked roster. Uh, and I like Vuce at, at 9-4. Vuce is looking really solid. All right. <clears throat> On the mid-tier play, I think there is a ton of mid-tier plays. Um, but I'm going to go towards the lower-end mid-tier just like I did in the on the high price guys, I'll go to the lower end. Um, I like a lot of the there, there's three four guys I like in the um, seven five plus range there, but I'll drop it all the way down to six k for you guys. I like Rashawn Holmes at six k. Um, very solid matchup there. Six k. He's been playing really well. Uh, there's no Harrison Barnes. There's going to be extra shots to go for him. Um, <clears throat> in in the two games he's played since he's come back for uh, about a week off uh, 78 76 fantasy points just about been very solid at 6k that's a nice price tag for him and the cheap 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 options for um, the value and again I'll, I'll stick with the super cheap guys here I'll go all the way to 3-4 I think I just mentioned him uh, Dennis Smith Jr. at 3-4 he might draw the start uh, he's going to make for a very solid tournament guy um, he should play a lot of minutes there. If you want to go to a different option, because <clears throat> he probably is going to be high, more highly owned, uh, Maxi Kleba, Kleba at 4-1 makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know if um, Porzingis is playing at the moment. And I think even if he does, he's still going to get minutes close to 30, maybe, maybe surpass 30 here. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you again tomorrow. Peace.